How we going, folks? Good to see you. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. A few of you guys on right now, which is uh, which is great. Morning, Nintendo, Hardik, Chris. Hope you got your coffee uh, all warmed up, mate. Let me know if everything's okay in the chat. Looks like you, you guys can see me and hear me. The old uh, the old daylight savings got us a, a little bit. Um, a little bit all over the place with uh, with the starts now for those who are in the uh, southern states, folks. It's a little bit later in the day. So um, welcome along. What do we got here today? We're going to have a little look at uh, the idea that, uh, you know, a lot of people have been uh, hanging around waiting for what's going on and for smart property investors, folks. You know, we've just been getting on with it. Hopefully you have too. Welcome along. Jason Witten's my name. If you didn't already know, let me see if I can get that up there for everyone. Um, anyone who's new, if you're a guest, uh, dropping by. If you're one of our newer mentoring clients, let us know in the chat. Say a quick hello. James, good morning to you. Alexis, Jeff, Rob. Hopefully you're all awesome and well wherever you're dialing in from. Well, you know, over the years I've been uh, coaching property investors, you know, thankfully, um, it's been uh, it's been a lot of fun for over twenty years across Australia and New Zealand, and along the way, along the way, you know, learn a few things. And today we might uh, dive into um, one or two of those ideas or thoughts as we roll along. Hey, morning, Deb. But hey, who heard the good news? There's two pieces of good news in the last week. Tell me in the chat what they are. What is the two pieces of good news? Um, for property investors, well, good news in the media. There's lots of good news going on in the world of real estate, you know. But um, what's the thing that's been happening out there in the market for property investors? Let me see if I can get this little thing up here. Um, um, going on. There we go. Tell me, folks, what has been going on with property investors out there? A little bit of good news for us in the world of real estate investing. Anyone know? Two things that were kind of bugging property investors in the last little bit, maybe all property owners, one of them, and uh, some uh, some property investors in a certain state just recently. Anyone know? Anyone know? Chuck it in the chat. Interest, small interest rate rise. Yep, yep, yep. There you go. Jeff is on it, and hopefully the rest of you are too. There was some talk, some noise. Uh, the Queensland government had come out and said, hey, listen, we're going to do the uh, yeah the grotty land grab, uh, land tax grab, uh, and uh, they didn't really think that through, did they? So um, you know uh, they didn't put a proposal together, created a lot of confusion, uh, a lot of backlash, and uh, ultimately it's uh, it's failed. And uh, the premier has come out and said, "Hey, we're getting rid of it. It's rubbish." You know the interstate the interstate premiers in um, in uh, in the other states said, hey, you're not getting access to any of my data either. So I think that was quite good. So boom, big tick in the box um, for some of you. Um, you know, that was a bit of a concern for me, to be honest. I mean, there's nothing you can do about those things. Uh, and uh, Queensland is absolutely still an excellent place for you to be investing. You should get a piece of that action. If you're not in there already, you should be. Um, and the other one, the other one, Interest rates, interest rate rises. I don't know if anyone paid attention, but in the last few um, a little bit, 
the rate rises for um, uh, the cash rate. I think I've got a little chart here somewhere. The cash rate rises um, have uh, have been uh, quite quite slow, um, and our current official interest rates. So interest rates, which is our cash rate, ladies and gents, um, went up very slowly. I'll see if I can get some colours going here so we can see. You know, it was. Uh, can anyone tell me what the cash rate, not the interest rate per se, but the cash rate was? Let's say at the beginning, uh, at the beginning of 2022. Put that in the chat for me. What was the cash rate at the beginning of 2022? Uh, today, the cash rate is. 2.35. Hope you, hopefully you can see that there. Um, there you go. Some uh, good lending for nurses, and yep, there's some actual there's some good products out there for sure. Nintendo. Um, so chuck it in the chat. What was the cash rate, ladies and gents? Yep, yep. It was down in the point. Um, it was 0.25 or something. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was well under a percent, uh, and it was the lowest we'd ever seen. And the bank of or the um, whatever they call them, having a mental blank, <laughs> having a mental blank this morning. Um, the Reserve Bank. There you go. Uh, the Reserve Bank. Oh, good, Alison. I'm glad you enjoyed mentoring last night. Uh, we had Dr. Andrew Wilson on last night. This is some of Dr. Andrew Wilson's slides. So I thought I'd share a little bit of that with you this morning as well. The RBA. Thanks, Christian. I was having a mental blank. I knew how, who I wanted to talk to. Um, so the um, I think it was 0.35, I think, down there. Anyway, um, that's how it works. So the RBA has put the cash rate up, hence the interest rate has gone up. The, that passes on through to lenders, borrowers, investors, uh, pretty significantly. But of recent, um, of recent times, actually, I think you're right. Chris, there we go. This is how it worked. It was 0.15, and then now it was 0.25. There we go. So, big milestone for us here in Australia. The rate at which the interest rate rises or the cash rate rises were going through has halved or slowed right down. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't know if you remember um, chatting. We had a few chats with uh, Andy Fenton and a few others. You know, our thoughts were what we could see from some some pretty clever people is that that interest rate rises would probably slow down, if not be finished, by the end of this year, early next year. And uh, that's a big tick in the box right there for us as we go along. So the cash rate, usually you're plus 2% on top of it for um, for an interest rate. So for many of us, you know, 4.5 to 5.5 interest right now is where we've landed. Um, and uh, that's good news. So really exciting for all of us when it comes to um, when it comes to that stuff, ladies and gents. So the land tax is gone. Interest rate rises have started to slow. Um, and, um, you know, that's good news. Now, I've got a question. And I, I sort of said this in my my headline this morning about what I was going to talk about, you know, the good time Charlies, you know, those who are, you know, not necessarily, well, they're not committed to a, you know, a long-term investment plan, you know, 
some of them have already gone and sold their properties because of all these other silly fears out there in the marketplace. I've heard of people who sold their properties because of the land tax thing that hadn't even gone through. They didn't even know how to calculate it, which, you know, blows my mind anyway. Um, so they sold their properties because of this land tax thing, ended up with hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of capital gains tax, and now the thing was scrapped, you know. People who were, you know, worried about the interest rates going to 10 15%, which is absolutely ludicrous and bullshit, you know, selling their properties and getting out of the market, paying all of these entry and exit duties in and out, um, and now the interest rates are slowing down anyway, and they're probably going to go down in 2024. You watch that, um, you know, a little bit to stimulate the economy. You know, um, you know those who uh, are selling their properties because the property market boom is over and there's a bubble and it's going to drop 40%. What rubbish! You know, so you know, hopefully, everyone sitting here today, and I, I know most of you guys who tune into uh, my live in the mornings, you know. We see our long-term vision, you know, interest rates go up, interest rates go down. Politicians carry on like pork chops about taxes all the bloody time, you know. And so what? So what? At the end of the day, real estate is extremely functionally useful when it comes to investing. And all of us believe in its long-term potential. Short-term, sometimes there's, it's, everything has an up and a down and around and around. So good to see you guys are in here. Let's talk about people though. Let's, you know, for me, like the last six months is like, who cares? So what? You know, uh, I said that right at the start. So what? Interest rates have gone up a little bit. You know what? Your interest rates were 1% for, for three years. I hope you put some aside, you know, and, you know, you, you, you understood that stuff, you know. Um, uh, there you go. At the end of the day, we need to understand our game's a long-term game. But let's talk about what is going to happen right now, right? We've got some things underway in our Australian marketplace that are going to just absolutely, you know, um, blow this place up and maybe not necessarily in a very functional way. There's 200,000 permanent migrants to enter Australia. Now, that's awesome. That's awesome. We need... We need some people in the country, you know, there's lots of jobs and not enough people to do them and all sorts of stuff. Uh, we need some, we need population growth. Australia's natural population growth doesn't uh, keep up with um, deaths, so we're not having enough births, etc. I'm not going to talk about that. This is what's going to happen. This is what is underway, folks. We've got 200,000 people going to enter Australia. Uh, and uh, the question last night, the question last night is... You know, where are they going to live? They're going to live because right now, I don't know if any of you guys have noticed this, you know, uh, we don't have an oversupply of real estate anywhere. We certainly don't have an oversupply of, um, uh, we don't have an oversupply of rentals anywhere. I can tell you that one. Um uh, it's already there, but where are they going to live? <laughs> so, you know, um, um, what's going on, folks? You know, let's have a look at what happened in our, uh, you know, uh, in, the, in the space of uh, COVID, and COVID was a negative. Um, over, we've got our overseas migration coming back. This was in um, 2021. 
and check it out right now. Here's where it's starting to happen, right? And the big beneficiaries of this, you know, Sydney and Melbourne, for many of us, um, you know, we're watching, you know, there's some retraction in house prices or median house prices in certainly Sydney and Melbourne. Um, and, and a lot of the inexperienced, unsophisticated, fearful investors are worried about that, right? So you shouldn't be worried, and I'm going to show you why. Because when we get overseas migration, the two locations that that overseas migration goes to as a majority are Sydney and Melbourne, folks. Sydney and Melbourne. Uh, what's the number one uh, student accommodation or a student education location in Australia? Tell me in the chat right now. So we've got, you know, Victoria and Melbourne, massive attractors, massive places where our overseas migration lands. It's going to be amazing. Um, did I just say Victoria and Melbourne? I think I said, I mean Sydney uh, and Melbourne, right? Um, and then where? what's the number one city in Australia for um, for student, uh, student studying overseas, students, et cetera, to come to Australia? Anyone know that one? Chuck that in the chat for me uh, right now. Because, you know, yeah, let's say Queensland gets a little bit, SA, WA, Nothing to write home about, folks. Uh, what does happen, though? Um, yep, Melbourne, parent, right? Melbourne. You've got direct overseas skilled migration. That's sort of jobs migration. Uh, we've got temporary visas uh, on average uh, in Australia, you know, for 20 years are around about sort of 900,000. So, and we're only at 200,000. So, so, you know, another 700,000 temporary visas to come. Huge amount of those will go to Melbourne. Permanent migration going to Melbourne and Sydney, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So, I mean, there's some crazy cool things um, in the system that we need to make sure we're aware of. And I'm just, you know, I'm pointing this stuff out for those who are smart, for those who had, you know, their property portfolio in um, in their sites, then, you know, you were doing this anyway. You didn't care about interest rates. You didn't care about land tax rubbish. You had your strategy and your system together and you were going for it, right? So interstate migration, ladies and gents, um, what happens often, New South Wales and Vic loses some and then Queensland gets them, right? So on the flip side, we get, we get a lot of migration into, you know, New South Wales, uh, Victoria, you know, most mostly Sydney and Melbourne, and then they rack off to sort of Brisbane or from, you know, the Gold Coast to the Sunshine Coast, all right? So the whole of the East Coast of Australia, absolutely looking fantastic. And right now, you know, the rent, the world of rentals is booming like there's no tomorrow, right? Now, supply, you know, uh, approvals fall again. You know, we're not getting enough properties in the mix. But I'm just going to jump to one thing that I want to show you guys. I think it's this one. So let's have a look at, um, you know, where was this talk about, you know, 40% falls in prices? What rubbish, all right? 6% Sydney, 4% Melbourne, Brizzy, 3%, Adelaide, 3%, etc. Fall in the acceleration of prices. But when we put that in perspective, all right, for the year, for the year, so if you say, all right, for the quarter and for the year, 
you know, come on now, that's ludicrous when it comes to these ideas. You know, we've still got lots of positive value uh, in here. Um, apartments, very similar, less retraction in pricing. Um, and, uh, you know, if we have a look at, just going to jump to this one here because this was pretty cool, actually. Um, yeah, it was this one here. So check out this, check out this. And I'll finish with this because, you know, you know, this talking rubbish about, you know, the, the media carrying on and like, oh, 40% house price falls and all that sort of stuff. That's never happened in history, right? The median or the average has never fallen that far. You know, we've got um, we've got an adjustment going on right now because of the cost of money. Um, but after, check out this. Oh, you can't really see that colour. All right, you know, this is this is 2019. That was the growth. You know, four percent in Sydney, four percent Melbourne, Brizzy. You know, zero. Like you know, Perth negative. National 3%. And then we've got, you know, uh, this was 2020. But check this out, right? Look at that. Check out that. That was in 2021, folks, the growth we we received. So, you know, like if you have a look at it, and now it's 2022. So, like, put this stuff in perspective. And this, this is what drives me crazy about, you know, media and commentators and, and economists who are, you know, Good time, Charlie's. You know, they want to talk about something that's happened here, right? But, yeah, but look at this. 32% or the cumulative over that time, over the last three years, right? Um, I think Andrew's got it actually in the next slide. Let me see. Yeah, here we go. So let's have a look at the last four years. If you're a property investor, if you stuck with a goal, you created a plan, you continued to do what you need to do, and you know this thing's not a short-term thing. It's not a get-rich-quick scheme. You know, let's have a look at, um, you know, what happened. The net, the net four-year house price, uh, house price growth, okay, for 2022, if you're in Sydney, over the last four years, you made 30%. In Melbourne, 25%. In Brisbane, 40%. Adelaide, 40%. Perth, 20%. Nationally, nationally, on average, it's up 32%, even with the last nine months of adjustment. You know, um, prices overshot and they've come down a bit. How's that? Where? Tell me, folks, where's the 40% house price fall? What absolute rubbish. What absolute rubbish, right? And so my lesson today for all of us um, and it's not today's lesson. I've seen this so many times, it's not funny. So many times, it's not funny. If you want to be successful and wealthy um, as a property investor, seriously, seriously, stop focusing on the temporary short-term rubbish that goes on in the marketplace and focus on being a long-term solid investor. You buy something. That's where, that's where buy well, never sell comes from, right? If you buy something and you're not happy to own it, you know, if it's gone up 50 grand or down 50 grand, if you're not happy to own it, whatever happens, goes sideways, goes down or goes up, if you're not happy to own it, then don't buy it and don't be a property investor because every single one of those scenarios, up, 
sideways and down will happen to every property you ever own multiple times. Now, did you hear me? Every single property you ever own will go up sometimes, sometimes it will go sideways, and sometimes it will go down in value, right? That is normal. That is normal. If you can't handle that, get out of the way and stop messing it up for the rest of us. <laughs> there you go. All right. There you go. So, yeah, maybe some of the ones that went underwater, yeah. So listen, folks, um, that's my little coffee rant for today. Hopefully that was useful. <clears throat> A little bit of data from Andrew Wilson last night. If you're in our mentoring program, you can uh, grab the recording and you can watch it again, like Alison said. Make sure you do. Lots of great info in there. And seriously, folks, you know, stop listening to the news. Stop listening to the rubbish, the, the you know, the commentators who don't own properties. You know, you're listening to the wrong people. If you're worried and scared about things, you need to get yourself a coach, a mentor, advisor, someone who's going to keep you on the straight and narrow. Someone will help you focus on a long-term plan. Someone who'll say, like, what are you listening to that rubbish for? You know, you know, get come on to the mentoring night and listen to Andrew Wilson. That's what you need. Anyway, I'm done. I think we're late. I'm late for another meeting. <laughs> you guys be awesome and well. Thanks for joining me for a Wealth Coffee Chat. Join me tomorrow for another one, folks. Until then, you guys be awesome. Remember, buy well, never sell. This thing's a marathon, not a sprint. Take care and bye for now. See ya.